an AppleViz original. It's been driving me nuts, though. Anytime my right one is in, like, even I'll put my right headphone in, like, lay on my bed. I've been watching Stranger Things. And <laughs> I, I'm not joking. My heartbeat, it'll buzz in time with my heartbeat. And I can't help but focus oh. on it. It just drives me insane. <laughs> I don't know what's, I don't know what the, I don't know what the buzz is. I thought that was supposed to be dealt with, but. It's a new health detection on your AirPods. Yeah, you just make sure your heart's still beating. This has been something they've been talking about for a long time, so I could see that happening. What was that? That sounded an awful lot like you just got a package delivered. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Michael, so let's check that. Alexa, what's my notification? One new notification from Amazon Shopping. Math Games has arrived. By the way, I see that your Amazon cart contains Essence Mascara. At any time, to hear what's in your cart and get the order total, just say. Every time I get a ding, ding, I get a notification of their packages delivered. I was like, I don't care if they have the package. Yeah. And you just heard that there's <laughs> makeup in there. And I was like, who has that? But in Christmas time is a major headache. I was just telling Mike that we have an echo show. It actually shows on the screen what was delivered. So you're like... Oh, so much for the surprise. Yeah. (laughs) So it makes me wonder, does this mean all the devices are going to be updated to USB-C? That is going to be a big headache because can you say dongles? We are going to have dongles. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to AppleViz Unleashed for May 2022. It is a holiday here in the States called Memorial Day, so I got Mike Malarcy with me right now. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I This is the time of the year that I get excited because it's May. First of all, it's my birthday month, but it's also kind of like the gateway to summertime up here in the northern hemisphere i love summer i'm so ready for it i'm i'm tired of being frozen <laughs> yeah right i'm very ready for it i i guess i'm just getting really old or something because i get i get aches and i don't want to shovel any more stuff and i hate scraping ice so i'm done done yeah i'm not gonna miss the snow me neither not at all and because it's a holiday now I know Randy is probably supposed to be on this show, and he'll pop in as soon as he can. So, us if he does, great. If he doesn't, that's all right. We got Mike and myself to keep you entertained today. We'll make do. <laughs> we'll make do. That's right. Hey, you know what I got this month, Mike? What? So, for my birthday, I've been wanting an apple polishing cloth. I now, I got one. And have you heard about this polishing cloth? Is that the one that's supposed to like buff out scratches and stuff, or is this a different one? Well, this is this is this is Apple's way of for twenty bucks. You get this little, I don't, um, I, I want to say it's like six inches by six. It's small. It's small on a cloth. It's supposed to help you clean your uh, your devices and make it look great. And <laughs> it's like a suede leather. 
and it does a really amazing job. It cleans it off. So I, I always get the smudges and I can feel stuff on it. It's like, oh, yeah. this nasty. And it does a really good job. So one of my kids got me a posing cloth. Also, Interesting. It, it, 20 bucks for a six by six inch hey, cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For that Apple, does it have a big Apple logo right in the middle of it? No, that's what I was thinking too, Mike. Yeah, I was it'd be like black with a big white Apple or something like that on it. I was hoping because I like that, but no. The wife says right in the corner, it's this itty bitty little imprint. I can't I'm barely surprised. feel it. Isn't that weird? It's yeah. like, okay, I, I figured you want to advertise yourself, yeah. but I don't know. Weird. Yeah, it's just this little itty bitty thing. And then also, I got a case now... Thank to Randy, he sent me this way. The AirPod Max, I finally got a real case for. So in other words, it supports the head um, bands and the the whole nine yards. So I love it, but it's gigantic. It's huge. I tried to yeah, put my I'm backpack sure. and it's like. It's yeah, like, back, gosh, at this point, like seven years ago, I had some over-the-ear Bose noise-canceling headphones. And they had a huge zipper case. It was like a briefcase and. Have to lug them around in that thing. <laughs> I'm almost due for some new headphones, though. My AirPods are dying. My right one. Oh, you can't. That, oh, my gosh. If you could wait until fall, though. I know. I'm hoping. It's been driving me nuts, though. Anytime my right one is in, like, even I'll put my right headphone in, like, lay on my bed. I've been watching Stranger Things. And <laughs> I, I'm not joking. My heartbeat. It'll buzz in time with my heartbeat, and I can't help but focus on it. It just drives me insane. I don't know what's. I don't know what the. I don't know what the buzz is. I thought that was supposed to be dealt with, but it's a new health detection on your AirPods. Yeah, you just make sure your heart's still beating, that, so you can hear your own heart. Yes, it bup, drives me nuts. Bup, bup. <laughs> While you're trying to watch the show, I love it. Uh, I guess we'll move on to the show. There's, gosh, there's lots of news this month to cover, so we'll just head on into it. We had the Globus Awareness Day. Now, gosh, this is kind of a new thing, you know? We didn't used to, well, I'll put it this way. Apple didn't used to make this, like, a big deal until, gosh, this is, what, the second or third year in a row that Apple did decide to take advantage of the Global Awareness Day and introduce and just kind of tell you what to preview you can expect for this upcoming fall in terms of new accessibility features so i think it's kind of a cool thing because you get a a head start before wwdc um obviously it's not everything but just typically the major features of what you can find in terms of accessibility stuff um the first one here, we'll go through each of these items. I'm curious of what you think on a couple of these things because some of them is like, hmm, that's interesting. Some of them's yeah. like, eh. All right, so let's let's do what everybody's been talking about, this door detection. Now, let me explain what this is first. So apparently, whenever your screen or your camera sees a door coming up, it will vibrate, give you a sound. Um and even haptic and, and speech. So it'll tell you that a door is coming up. Not only will it tell you how far away that door is, um, it will also tell you any attributes with that door. So it will tell you if that door is open or closed. If it's closed, it will tell you things like there's a knob that you need to turn or there's a handle you need to turn. It'll tell you if you need to push or pull that door. 
and any attributes that you see around that door. So in other words, if there's a sign there, say, um, like a room number, so it'll tell you the room number, which is kind of cool. It will tell you the store names if it's posted right there on the side of the door, along with the hours. So if it has opening, closing hours, it's supposed to read that to you. So if you're coming at the hotel or something, um, I don't know if you typically know this, but when you go to the fire exit door, there's a sign right there. It'll be kind of a fire exit symbol. It'll tell you that's a fire um, door that you can take in case of emergency. Um, This is weird, Mike. It'll tell you the type of materials and the color of the door. Yeah, that one I didn't understand. Like the rest of them, like, okay, these sound pretty cool. I'm curious to see how it works in practice. And then I got to that and I was like, why? Yeah, it's like, that's a that's wooden door. That, yeah, at least for me, I've never wondered any at any point opening a door, what it's made out of. Hey, you know... You're absolutely right. Now, identifying different symbols, room numbers, stuff like that. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Tell me if it push or pull. But, you know, okay. I'm just going to tell you the way it is. <laughs> it, I think sometimes they're thinking too hard. Like, yeah. when I go to, now, detecting the door, that's helpful. Okay. They tell me, oh, there's a door there. That's going to be very helpful. Um, finding a room number. That's going to be helpful. I like that. If it tells me the hours, cool. What's not helpful is when I go to the door, I I don't mean to be mean, folks, but do I really need to know if that's push or pull? I mean, to us, when we get to the door, it's like, duh, okay, there's there's a handle or yeah, I don't know. Do I really need to know that's a push and pull? I agree with that one because, I mean, I, really? I think – We've all been there where you walk up to a door and if you pull and it doesn't open, you try pushing. Yeah, and and, and I, I suppose if you're if you're um, if you are really conscious about yourself, and you don't want to look like a fool trying to push and pull. I suppose that's a thing. But if I put my hand down and I feel a handle, hmm. <laughs> I mean, don't you think you're gonna turn it? Yeah. Or, I don't know. I, I mean, and let's be honest, at least where I've, I've always lived, if you're walking up to a business, it's going to open out usually. Or it's just wide open. Or, yeah, or it opens by itself. You know, there's all sorts of things. So I'm with you. So when it comes to details like, do I really need, I mean, I'm in a hotel. Obviously, it's going to have a knob. So I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel they're trying too hard. And I don't know if I really care that is a metal door wood door maybe some people want to know it's a glass door i don't know it's anyway that one i can't figure out right how how realistic am i going to use this because right if you're using a cane or a dog are you going to have your phone out are you going to have to wear are we are we now going to have to find a necklace that holds a phone um yeah i was wondering about that too the logistics of doing this on a daily basis i suppose when I'm walking and I'm getting closer to something, I just need a little bit of push. Then, and I'm in a strange area that I'm not familiar with. I suppose it could come come in handy in that. But I really think when I come and shine, if we get one of those Apple glasses kind of a thing, yes. then it tells us. That, that would be very, very different. Exactly. But right now, on a phone basis, it's like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, this is one of those things that I I can't help but be skeptical 
about yeah, yeah. how well it's actually going to work. I'm hoping it's as advertised, but I think we all know that that's not uh, often the case, and not always the case, at least. It's. I'm going to give an A for thought, A I, for I, effort, absolutely. And but realistically, over a long period of time, how many of us are going to use that, and how many people are really going to be chucking up the payment or the money for the pro version yeah that's one thing that i i don't like in general about assistive technology and apple's kind of fall fallen into that a little bit with right. this is if you want this stuff that makes your life easier you have to the blind pay. tax I mean, braille displays everybody knows the cost of a braille display shouldn't be that much but it is right and this too now you have to buy the pro version if you want these accessibility features that i don't know i don't really like that but i don't know another way of dealing with it right but, because you know a lot of people got um, a fixed income. They don't make very much money. Exactly. They're happy with their SC phone, and now you're kind of throwing the bone out there. And I think, boy, that I don't know how to feel about that. You know, um, I, it's. Mm, I don't think it's worth spending four hundred more bucks yet to get a lidar just because you get door detection now, unless. Yeah you really struggle with that, then obviously, of course, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not a feature I'd throw that much cash out there for. No, I wouldn't. Right. All right, let's see some other features here. Now, Apple Map is supposed to get some new um, feature for accessibility for those with voiceover. Now we're supposed to get um, some sounds and haptic feedback when it comes to, for example... To identify your starting point of your walking. So I can see this being useful. Now, it was very vague what it does, but I hope that it will do a little vibration like you're you're going to be turning it right up here. Now, those with Apple Watch users, it does that already. And that's what I love about my Apple Watch. And when I go in the walk, there's a turn coming up. It'll vibrate my watch saying, hey, there's a new set of instructions. I just want to let you know it's coming up. And I love that. But so for those without the Apple Watch, it sounds like that feature is coming to the iPhone itself. So if you feel haptic, you, you know you're going to, there's a new set of instructions coming up. So I kind of like that new feature. Um, Me too. I loved that back when I had an Apple Watch. Loved that. Right. Feedback. And I think people are not aware of that and that's one of the biggest features i like about it so if you do a lot of walking and you would like some additional um alerts and stuff check the apple watch it does this fantastic job so it looks like they're just i don't know what you want to say they're just adding that feature to the iphone that you already got on your yeah. I, your apple watch so i was that's very welcoming that was kind of a cool deal um this is interesting. Now, I think this is going to be more for people um, outside of the country that speak in different native tongues other than English. We have 20 different additional locale um, and languages for voiceover, and that includes dozens of new voices. Now, what it didn't say, now, it, it introduced a lot of voices, and I think those outside the, the U.S. are going to love if you have not had that native language for you in the past, this is long overdue, and I'm glad this is coming. Now, some people are asking, huh, I wonder if we're getting new English voices. I don't know. All the examples they put in there, none was any new English voice. I <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. People want more and more voices. Okay, now, 
when it comes to nuance, yeah, there's a few that we don't have, but really, do we use that voice? Not really. I think they gave us the best choices that we have now. But if they can give us new voices, like, you know, we did an example with the Google and um, Amazon, they have the new server-side voices. I think Apple is falling behind on that. Those voices I would love. But my understanding, these are mostly overseas is not going to include new English voices, but we won't know that until WWDC when iOS drops. So I thought it was kind of cool. I'm always, I'm always on board for new stuff like that, especially, especially outside the U S I feel like we, uh, in general are spoiled here. Cause we usually get every feature. We get everything first right mm-hmm. out the gate. And I imagine it being incredibly frustrating being in a country that, is more often than not kind of forgotten about in terms of what Apple releases. So I'm all for it, but I do kind of agree with you. It seems like for, I mean, get kind of since the get go, almost Apple, as far as the English voices go, got the ones that were their top quality and have kind of done nothing else with it. Right. So I'd be fine though. If they just add a bunch of high quality voices for all these other countries that people don't speak English. I, See, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm so excited for that. In that perspective, this is long overdue. I think this is kind of a big deal, especially if the language you speak isn't there. Now it is. It's going to be huge. Um, So that's kind of a big deal. I like that one. Um, Let's talk about the Mac. Mac got a couple of things. This is quite interesting. So there's a new text checking tools. Now, I'm kind of surprised... They didn't have this already because I use, obviously, Windows and I use Outlook. And we have a proofreader now. So we have a grammar and spelling checking now. But apparently, this is a text checker. So some of the things you're supposed to check now um, is common formatting issues such as duplicating spaces, misplaced capital letters, and things like that. So it should be detected for voiceover users, which is cool. Again, long overdue. I'm kind of yeah. shocked that it wasn't there already. Yeah, that one. I completely agree with you. That one seems like that should have been uh, like at the very beginning. Well, gosh, I mean, I don't <laughs> recall. Did it have a spell checker already? It y- yes, but I don't think for like the double spaces things like that. It's, Isn't that weird? It's never been very good in my experience. Like it'll get words, um, <laughs> but if there's I mean, even like grammar errors, like if you type it instead of is, things like that, it would just breeze right over that. Oh, really? I haven't used it for a long time, so wow. maybe they've worked on that, but the double oh spaces, gosh. capital letters in different spots, like half the time I would just notice that because it pronounced a word strange, and I was like, well, I wonder why it did that, and I go back and check, and there was like, the, the both of the first two letters were capitalized, and the rest weren't, and it just mm. pronounced it differently, which is what would clue me into it. Well, that just shows you that Microsoft was way ahead of time you know i mean think it it did day one years and years ago it did the checking of a double space and things like that and nowadays it does a great kind of a grammarly kind of a check in there kind of give you suggestions and stuff like that so it's gotten a long way but i'm anywho it's good to see that mac is getting that the other option the mac is getting plus along with the iphone and the ipad this I to me the voiceover language was huge for those outside the English speaking area. This one is I think is huge for the deaf community, which is called live caption. 
Holy smoke. So another word, you will have live caption. So it is what it sounds like. You're getting close caption. Um, you can turn this baby on and it goes system wide. So another word, if you're on a phone call, you get live caption right there on your device. FaceTime, same thing. Videos and the whole nine yards. So what's the cool thing about this is that not only are you able to use this, but if you're on a Mac on a phone call, it allows you to enter something that you want to type in to say, and then it will produce a voice speaking and say it to that person. So in other words, if that person is deaf, um, let's just say they prefer not to speak, um, they can just type something and then they'll have this, this person that will type and say, hello, Michael, and back to you as they type. I, this is one of those things, too, that I've, I'm now that it's like sitting here talking about it. I can't help but ask, like, why hasn't this been a thing for like a long time? This is such a good idea. Oh, yeah. This is it's not going to affect us that are blind like you and I. It's not going to work. But I think those that are deaf that even have some low vision will take advantage of that. In my yeah. understanding, this works with Braille display as well. So this is kind of a, wow. Um, you know, first thing I think of is Scott Davert. You know, he can't hear very well at all. And he used the caption already a lot on TTYs. And so this, to have an actual conversation on a phone without TTY, this is a game changer. I think it's going to help. Yeah, that's a really neat feature. I have heard rumors. I actually don't know if it's related to this thing at all, but that same general concept, but for translations. So if you travel outside the country somewhere, you can have a conversation with a person and the phone will automatically translate it from whatever, Italian to English or however you want to have it set. Google does a great job on this. Does it work well? It I haven't works actually well. looked it up and seen how it actually works. My son goes to Europe quite often. And matter of fact, he just got back from Copenhagen, which is Denmark. And when he was in Spain, he just point the phone to something like a store and it translated right on the spot for him. That's so he awesome. was able to see what that is and translate the menu, um, things like that to help him. Um, so it works really well. Now, I have to ask him about the live translation. I'd be curious what he's found on that. But Apple is, you know, they need to get on the ball. Uh, yeah. Playing catch up on all of these things. Everywhere. Are <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's okay. I'm not complaining. I, at least we're getting it better late than never. Some of these things like the live caption. Amazing. Um, now, some of the things, again, is not going to be related towards us. But the Apple Watch mirroring, when I first heard this, I thought, oh, this is interesting. You mean I can do my swipe and gestures on my phone? Theoretically, yes and no. Not what you think it is. Yes, you got to have an Apple Watch and it needs to be paired to your phone. But this is taking the assistive things that you find your iPhone to the next level. So if you use voice, um, oh, what is that called? Voice control. And switch control, this is for those folks. So they'd be able to maneuver and use their watch by using their phone. And I thought that is pretty cool because the Apple Watch is just too small. And yeah. if you have some sort of a hand disability or motor disability, it's, it can be frustrating. So that now they can be able to use their watch. I'm genuinely curious if, because I don't personally know anybody that uses the switch controls or the voice controls. And I would personally love to hear from someone that does how it is i would too 
Yeah, I don't. It's one of those things that like I've seen it and I've kind of looked at the settings and, but I've never I've never heard anybody talk about it. I have no idea. I'm exactly. genuinely curious how it, how well it works and what could be better about it and if this is a thing that is going to fill a, a need that I don't even know if ex- exists or not. I only had one client that used a voice control on her iPad, and that's because she has um, a disability with her hands. She can't do the swiping and things, and it made a huge difference to her. Now, being able to use your phone to gain access to your watch, I don't know. I don't know how that would work for them, and if that be something really mind-blowing for them. I, To me, it's kind of yeah. like... Eh. I get this. I don't know. It might be, and just like you, I would love to hear from other people. Yeah, uh, this 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 whole part reading about it just left me curious, and realizing that there's a whole section of stuff that I just mm-hmm. don't know about. Um, this other one too, I like to know if you have speech disability. I'd be curious. The series pause time. So sometimes when you initiate Siri, it doesn't give you enough time to get response because. Um, you have a disability, so you are now able to tell Siri not to time out too quickly. Give me some time to give me a response. So they implemented this as a new feature as well. And I love that. And the other one and is the sound recognition. Now, we had this last year, but now they've taken it one step beyond, and you can now be able to customize to what you wanted to detect and alert you. So let's just say you have a weird doorbell sound and it's not the typical ding dong. It it will now you can customize it to say, when you hear this, this is my doorbell. Let me know. Or appliances that makes different strange noises. I think that is cool. I you know, it's kind of like the sound recognition was cool because it did alarm, it did um um knock on the door and things like that. I'm surprised they didn't have the customized one before, but anywho, this is kind of a cool deal too. I'm very curious to see how that one works because I might try it with my doorbell because my I have a weird, I mean, I call it weird, not the normal doorbell sound. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if it lets you like record a sound and then add it to like your own kind of library of stuff. And I know. It'd be it'd be kind of cool. I mean, I, I probably would use it for something funny or something. That, I was just thinking that, like, how can I <laughs> prank my children with this? Because they've got phones, and I could go set up a bunch of stuff that just like my dog whining at the back door, have all their phones go off, and things yeah. like that. That would be kind of fun. That would be kind of cool. I have to think about it. You and I have to think about how we could use this to be funny with it, yeah. um, regardless of it being funny or not. For those reasons that are not funny that is going to be extremely helpful for those people and i love that they're taking a step further and i'll be curious how many you can add and what it can do and things like that that would be kind of cool um all right moving on to the next subject this is kind of a i don't know i don't know if i was surprised about this or not i'm like eh, i guess i wasn't but the end of the era has arrived so Apple have discontinued the last iPod, which is the iPod Touch. Gone. Gone for good. I'm Part of me is surprised that it took this long, but at the same time, I am a little bit like disappointed that it's actually happening. You know... I'm not even sure why. I haven't had one for years, but... Me neither. Um, I bought 
we bought one for our kids because they yep. weren't quite old enough to get um, a phone and the iPad was too expensive. So we thought, well, we'll get them an iPod Touch. So that way it's limited and we can control it. Anywho, it's just, I'm just surprised. I know I haven't been updated for, gosh, what, ooh, three years ago? I think so. Yeah, 2019, or maybe that's only two years ago. Um, no, that's three years ago. And so part of me say, oh, the iPod, you know, we've always, it's been, what, 20 years since we had the iPod, and now it's gone. And I so it's always been a gateway, a cheap gateway to the iOS yeah. if you didn't want a phone. And now it's like the cheapest thing you can get is the SE phone now, so you have to get that. Or, that was the first Apple product I ever bought in like 2007 because where I was at at the time when I got uh, stationed in Kansas, the cell phone company that I had um, – no, that was back when iPhone was only on AT&T and AT&T did not have uh-huh. service at the base I was stationed at. So the closest I could get was an iPod Touch and I remember when those first came out, I was so excited – <laughs> I've seen all those commercials and all the games and everything that was happening on those things, and I wanted one so bad, but didn't huh. have the option. So I went with one of those and used that thing for years. That is so cool. It almost makes you wonder if they're now saying, ah, for 100 bucks more, let's force them to get the iPad, which is 329 It almost makes me think that the, what they – or most people are going that way. So when the kids come up, I'm going to give them an iPad. Because yeah. I think that maybe – that's what they're thinking. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe sales are just not good. Although I did see a thing that everything in stocks from when they announced it, apparently people have been buying them all up because now they're, uh, well, probably soon to be kind of a collector's item of sorts. The last iPod still in its case, wrapped up, buy it for a thousand Oh, you know, the hoggers, the hoarders, yep. the people that are, are taking advantage of it, I'm going to buy this and sell it for yeah. Three times okay. amount. Yeah, I'm going to buy like 10 of these and just hang on to them for like 10 years. Right. And then sell them. It's kind of like, no wonder the PlayStation 5 was, and it was so hard to find because you got all the people trying to yes. buy it and then resell it. It's like, ah, made me so mad. But yeah, I can see them doing that. Um, good luck trying to offload it. But right. <laughs> I don't think it'll be quite a demand, but maybe yeah. it's a fad <laughs> to have one now since it's going away. <laughs> We're not cool because we don't have one. Right. Right. <laughs> now, check this out, Mike. Now, last month we talked about this, and I got some new news report, which is the EU Digital Marketing Act, we call the DMA. Now, last month we reported that the DMA, which is a, uh, a new law that EU is trying to propose and pass that will make everything we ever known about an iPhone different, meaning that they want to disconnect you from having to use Safari. They want you to be able to use Google. They want you to disconnect from Siri to be able to use Alexa. You will want to be able to sideload all these different things. Well, I got an update for you. They did have a provisional vote, as I said that they probably would in May, and it was overwhelming it passed as a provisional. It was 43 yays, one nay, one undecided. So that is a landslide. Yeah, I was actually genuinely surprised at how 
uh, how many people supported that. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough about politics over there. I feel like here you could have a whole bunch of people out there handing out cash for people to vote no. I don't know what it's like over there, but that's a lot of people that are all for it. very much yeah. in favor of this. You always had kind of half-half kind of a thing. It barely passed, but yeah. this provisional means that it's now going to, to the final vote. The final vote is going to be coming up in July. So in July, I will be watching this, and I promise you'll be hearing everything about it if it passed. I don't even have to bother telling you because it's going to be everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we are the next tier. I don't think we ever got to the final stage, and so this is what makes it different. Now, what's funny is that what I was reading in here is that once it's passed, they have six months to make the changes. I said, that is not happening. That is yeah, not that quick. That's real quick. <laughs> I promise you it's not going to be that quick. There are going to be appeals, lawsuits, uh, delay tactics. But at some point, if it does pass, I know it's going to be delayed. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, and it's going to be big, big. Um, I can see Apple and Google going to throw a biggest temper tantrum there ever is on I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm, I was just thinking about like the, the possibility of having like, if you want a Google app, you go to the App Store, download the Google Play Store, and yep. then open the Play Store to get your Google apps. Like it, I, I, this has the potential to change literally everything. Well, especially on the Apple end of things. Now, I will let everybody yeah. know this is not just Apple. We're talking everything you can think of. Um, Echoes, Google devices. Um, that could be the Ring doorbell. It could be Nest. It could be iPhone. Lots of things can play in this. So it's going to be it's going to be turned literally upside down. But I am curious how Apple takes heed to this. Of course, I really think they're going to do everything they can to delay it but i think I'm at some sure. point we'll see um wow that's i'm just yeah just like you i'm just like wow this is this might be real i don't know yeah i'm i'm very curious as how this all plays out exactly now i want to do a head zip out there for people that are uh, subscription users out there so if you have some apps that you subscribe to like myself the app subscription can now increase without you opting in. So another word, let me put this in, in another terms. Right now, when there's an increased subscription, you get a prompt saying, hey, subscriptions is up and we have decided to increase it. You need to say, yes, I allow this. Apple is changing that in a different way. I don't know how I feel about this, but... Now what they have to do, they can change the subscription without your permission. Now, what they've done here, Apple gave a little ways or techniques that they give your protection. That is, the developer is required to email you. Whenever you open up an app, it's supposed to notify you of the changes and the subscription. So essentially... If you really don't check your email, if you don't open up your app, huh? You, you may get a price increase without your knowledge or your permission. Hmm. Yeah, this is one of those ones that I feel like, 
I, I don't know. It isn't really a big deal for me because generally if I subscribe to things, I, I pay attention to it. And it did still, I mean, it still mentions like the, a push notification to let people know in an email, things like that. But I, at least for me, I generally keep a pretty close watch on the things that I pay for every month. Right. And I don't know. I'd, It'd be like, you know, the good thing is that they can only do this once per year. So there's a rule. Yeah. And, and there's limits on how much. So like one, some random developer can't change it from uh, 99 cents a month to $599 and then just bail. Right. Run. And so a, a theory, and my understanding is on the monthly subscription, it cannot increase more than $5 or 50% of what the subscription is now. Um, yearly, it cannot exceed $50 and 50% of the existing subscription. So the $0.99 cents sounds like it can't exceed a $2 because that's 50%, I think. Yeah. And anywho, the, the, I, I get it. I see why they did it in the first place. Maybe some people are like, I hate having to opt in because what it does, if your month went on and you went back and it's like, what do you mean unsubscribed? I didn't do that because you never really gave it an opt-in. This is their way of saying you will have a nice flow without any interruptions that your subscription will keep going, but we just want you to be aware that it went up. Now, it's also supposed to give you a push notification. That'll be interesting. So if you ignore all three of those things, or if you're like me, I just forget. I say, oh, this is increasing. Okay. And I don't think about it, and I want to go cancel it. I might forget, and then the next thing, oh man, I forgot to cancel. I guess that's pretty much what we do with nowadays with anything else. Yeah, I mean, I I think was it it actually hmm. now I don't remember if it was Amazon Prime or Netflix. One of those just went up like last month. And I right. Just got an email it was like, hey, it's going up a couple bucks, and I was like, all right, cool. But it is always fun when you look at your bank statement and you see that something that, you know, was ten bucks is now fifteen. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened there? I suppose Apple is just going with what we typically have now in the real world. Like you said, Netflix. I mean, if it goes up, it goes up. It doesn't. I mean, yes, they'll tell us, but we don't think about it. This is kind of like the opposite, where it was preventing you from going to the next month Netflix without opting in. So, right. and so anyway, my purpose of this is. Um, not to really complain about it, but to give you a heads up if you're a, a subscription user, be aware when you start seeing these messages, you'll understand this is the new rule that is implemented and it might be nuisance if you have a lot of subscription um, all the, and if they decide to increase it. So just be a heads up. Yeah, good to know. Now this news month update in iOS 15 and 16, what is going on here? Well, iOS 15.5 dropped. I That was kind of a surprise. I thought it would be going a little longer, but it dropped, and we've discussed a lot of features that we can expect in 15.5. I left in the show note a link to what you can expect in 15.5. We talked about a lot of these features, so if you want to go back the past month or two, we have discussed what you can find in 15.5, but no accessibility bug fixes. I... I I'm always disappointed when when we know we got a handful of bucks that that would be great. It seems like sometimes their head is already ahead of the game. They're already on iOS 16 trying to fix things. Yeah. I don't know. 
They're a little more concerned about door detection right now than fixing the stuff that's broken. <laughs> you know, Mike, you're not far off. If you look on <laughs> AppleViz, like when we post a blog about Global Awareness Day and what Apple um, has in terms of accessibility coming, I believe it or not, there's a handful of people saying, I like these new features, but we prefer that we get less bugs and voiceover and accessibility first i'm a hundred percent a part of that camp too (laughs) i would much rather have everything work the way it's supposed to including my freaking braille display rather than have my phone be able to detect a doorway and i know that i mean obviously just one person with just one opinion but i I would you're not alone stuff that's there i was work i was I, i admit i was i was a little bit surprise but i shouldn't because there there's more people than you think that rather have less big buggy than new features so um anyway um but ios 15.6 is now in beta um my i haven't seen any new features in this so it makes me think this is the one the last hoorah of 15 going out and with some bugs being fixed now i will say i think there are some accessibility fixes in this version not much but there's a couple of them so at here we go there you go there you got your wish so i guess they want to go out with a bang with a couple things fixed before they Good. dump you into 16 and break a whole bunch of new stuff <laughs> <laughs> now now wwdc is right around the corner mike it is like is it next week? I'm going to say, yes, next week. Holy smokes. Yeah, From the time yikes. of this recording, I can't wait. Now, there's a couple news I want to report on iOS 16. There are more leaks, as always. It seems like the very last moment, but still, we have not had many in way. But there's been talk of a major enhancement to the lost screen. Now, you know, it's funny because the lost screen is... It's almost intertwined with the notification. They're almost so alike. But anywho, we are going to see some major changes to the lock screen. We're supposed to be able to put wallpaper on it. Not that's going to make us any big deal to us. But I am kind of excited about this. They are thinking they're going to be some widget-like um, style to the lock screen. Huh. I am curious what those widgets will be access on the lock screen um i'm not a big widget fan on the home screen but on the lock screen that might be a different thing for me yeah i was just considering that too because i remember when the widgets first came out i went and stuck them all over the place and right now i have zero yeah they've just never really filled any sort of need for me so i don't know maybe well maybe there it just kind of messes up my layout and i think yeah. that's my number one complaint is is that um so, but if you can just change the layout on the lock screen, I don't think I'm going to worry. I think that I'm I'm actually looking forward to this. So that's some of the new leaks we're hearing. So you are expecting to see some lock screen changes. I think they're going to hype on that. Now, also some rumors are that the always on is coming in. Well, I should say always on support, meaning that it sounds like when you get the new iPhone 14 this fall. It's going to have the always on, which we've been discussing, and it sounds like it's going to be a thing. Again, I, for us being blind, I'm not sure how that's going to make any difference. Yeah. Um, I have that turned off on my watch, and most likely I'll probably turn that off on my phone. Yeah, me too. 
Um, but wait, if you are a beta tester, please listen up. <laughs> this is interesting. Now, if you have tested, say, in the past two years, we I will agree with you. The beta one that's come out has worked pretty flawless. Yes, there are bugs, but it's, it works pretty good. I can live with it. Now, there are reports that is not the case for this year. <laughs> and I know it's a beta, and it sounds like, well, then that, makes, that doesn't make any sense, Tom. But one of my point is, the beta one of this year is reported to be extremely buggy. Buggy than normal. So buggy that Apple even realized and says, oh, we got a problem here, Houston, is that they're saying the public release for the developer beta a lot of you do that it usually comes out in a beta 2 not this year rumor has it it won't be out until july for beta 3 because of that much bugs yikes um <laughs> i don't know how yikes. to feel about this yeah it's that's just uh, slightly concerning the quality control over there i don't know i don't know um yeah you know it's kind of like what am i going to expect iOS 16 this year in the fall. If we thought Unlucky 13 was bad, 14 was better, 15 was buggy. Oh gosh, I don't. I always go on beta one, but this alert and this rumor has me worried. I'm. <laughs> it has me worried. As in, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? Um, I think I'm gonna hold off and see what others that have secondary devices to see what they think. It'll yeah. be interesting to hear. But the point of this is, if you're a beta testers out there, hold up, hold up. If you got access to beta one, I would personally hold up. Don't put it on your primary device. Find out from others if it's safe to do so. If you're on a public developer, you're okay because you don't. You may not get this until the beta three, which hopefully will be in a better situation. Now, typically still buggy, but at least usable. So you've been warned, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't messed with the beta <laughs> program in a long time. Uh, well, that's okay. That's all right. Um, you you haven't missed anything in the past couple of years, so yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie about it i don't think we're going to see a whole lot of different things this year either i think most people that are jumping on it they want to see all the new accessibility and voiceover stuff and yeah. well i think he may be disappointed but we'll see what they got this year that's exactly why i did it back when i did like, i just want to get the new stuff first even if it doesn't work great i need it now <laughs> there's a, there are some out there that do that so um be careful Remember, be careful. Always ask. You know, we had the Apple Watch beta release where it didn't work on voiceover, and then a lot of people were just all <laughs> through a fit. Um, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. But let's ask around. But, um, oh my gosh. Okay. This next one is, gosh, it kind of correlates with the EU DMA that we were talking earlier. Say it isn't so, Mike. Say it isn't so. Apple is. It is reported now they are finally going to ditch the lightning port. I'd be curious what you think of that. I, uh, <laughs> at this point, it's one of those things that, like, I wish if I could go back, just 
tell him to never do it in the first place. At this point, I've got so many of these damn cords laying around my uh, house, and I'm like, here we go. Well, and I'm going to get a whole bunch this, of new ones. Yeah, again. this is a major deal because before, I I admit, I didn't invest in a whole lot of stuff. Um, all I had was a couple cords. I was cool with that. I didn't have a problem. But this time around, so let's first of all, let's take a step back. This is reported to happen next year, not the iPhone 14, but the iPhone 15. So, obviously, Apple's been thinking about doing this for quite some time. This rumor has been going around for the past couple of years, and now their iPad Pro has the um, USB-C on it. And so, it just seems natural that the pattern has been there and the writing has been on the wall. It's kind of like it's the EU is one thing, but they this is kind of finally Apple just realized people want the USB-C. Um, they may not have a choice about that either, so they may be forced to do it. But um, it to me, it wasn't surprising just because I've just been here rumbling for the past couple of years, and it makes yeah. sense. But And what now makes a big difference to me, yes, I have a lot of cords, but... Um, it's going to be a big move because now we have AirPods. So your AirPods Pro, AirPod Max, well, it's still Lightning. Um, other devices that we have, this MagSafe, uh, the MagSafe battery, all those are still Lightning. So it makes me wonder, does this mean all the devices are going to be updated to USB-C? That is going to be a big headache because can you say yeah. dongles? It, yeah. We are going to have dongles. I uh, yes. <laughs> I this is one of those things that I mean, when they went from the thirty pin one to to this one, I was like, gosh, I just pick one and stick with it because I hate having to slowly transition everything. I remember back in the day when I used to travel a bunch and go to like almost every hotel I stayed at and it had the little uh, clock on the nightstand with the little thirty pin thing to you stick your phone on so you can play music out of the speakers and mm. and then they change it to this and all instantly all of those things were obsolete especially if you were i mean if you were running the latest hardware you have all this stuff now that doesn't work anymore you know what's funny is that things around the apple like when i go into airplanes or hotel they all have usb or USB-C slots there's no lightning anything like that and so they're kind of already ahead of us it's like huh yeah um, i I hope this does happen and they just stick with it and don't try some other stupid cord that I have to keep buying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever something replaced USB-C, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, as long as it's everywhere, not that big of a deal. It's been a long time since we had the lighting port. And, you know, there's some advantage to it. There's some faster transfer speed with it. So if you are transferring things from your phone to devices, it's going to be better. Um, a lot of things that's going to appeal to us is faster, 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 faster <laughs> battery charging. So that might be a plus. So there's some plus to it, but there's more negative in my household. It's yeah. going to be, a, it's going to be it's almost like, why would I want to get a new iPhone this year? Or maybe that's a good thing. Get the iPhone 14 now and keep that for four or five years before you have to transfer to over to the USB-C on the iPhone 15. Yeah, huh. just draw it out a little bit longer. Think about it, folks. So um, we'll see if this comes 
play if the EU passes, then Apple will force to be doing this. But nonetheless, whether the DMA or not, this has been something they've been talking about for a long time. So I can see that happening. What was that? That sounded an awful lot like you just got a package delivered. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you're right, Michael. So let's check that. Alexa, what's my notification? One new notification from Amazon Shopping. Math Games has arrived. By the way, I see that your Amazon cart contains Essence Mascara. At any time, to hear what's in your cart and get the order total, just say, check out my cart. Now, we were talking about this before the show started, how um, we have multiple profiles. So my family, you know, my kids have it. Uh, My daughter up in Toronto has it. My son has it. He doesn't live with us. And every time I get a ding, ding, I get a notification of their packages delivered. I was like, I don't care if they have the package. Yeah. And you just heard that there's <laughs> makeup in there. And I was like, who has that? But in Christmas time is a major headache. I was just telling Mike that we have an echo show. It actually shows on the screen what was delivered. So you're like, oh, so much for well, the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those those devices. The one I'm the problem I'm debating whether or not I'm even going to try to solve is so we use Spotify in this house now and we have uh, three echoes in three different bedrooms and if I'm listening to Spotify on my phone and one of my kids plays a song from Spotify it turns my phone off and turns their music on and if I push play on my phone again it shuts the music off. And I've looked into it, and Spotify, apparently, you can only it'll only you stream one thing from an account, even if you pay for a family plan. But there's oh. some super long workaround that I could go onto Amazon and make a profile for each one of my kids and then link their Spotify to their own account. And then I assume would have to log in to each Echo separately and log in each Spotify separately. It, it's been kind of a nightmare. <laughs> that is a mess. How complex yeah. is that? Yeah, that's the only way that I have. All my Google research has. That's the, all I've been able to turn up so far is to make a bunch of accounts for everyone and some uh, of them all separate. That's a pain of butt. So if anybody knows an easier way, please, please. let me know. I would love to. Email us at unleash at applevis.com <laughs> to help Mike from pulling the rest of his hair out of his head. I know. With summer coming, they're going to be here all the time, so I'm just not going to be using Spotify a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. Well, just think the Netflix is doing is cracking down on passwords, and I thank God we're the purchaser of the Netflix. Now, my kids, you know, they live elsewhere. I said, well, I can't help it, guys. You know, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> Anywho, um, thank you, A-Lady. She let me know the package yeah. delivered and something else is in <laughs> the card (laughs) now we have been talking about the apple mixed reality headset it has come to the next phase is now in the advanced stage from what we hear because it's getting closer you know it's getting coming closer when there has been talk that tim cook and eight others of the members of the board have got to see a last word advanced prototype of the ar headset so it makes you think it's coming really soon not imminent but as early as this fall or maybe early spring so um 
We talked about this for many times, for many months, Michael, and it still sounds like it, the price is going to be northward of two grand. I just, yeah. just um, it's going to be a gimmicky, gimmicky kind of a thing, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, after the whole Google Glass thing happened and everyone was super excited about it, and then it just kind of turned out to be exactly what you're talking about, more of a gimmicky thing than actually useful i don't know i don't not yet it's gonna yeah, be too I, expensive it went too much money and for like i don't know it just doesn't from everything that i've heard about these sorts of things they haven't really found that like really sp- like that uh, a need it's just been more of kind of for fun they're like look at this neat trick it can do but it hasn't been the sort of thing but that i've heard from anyone that's like this changed my life and here's all the great reasons why it, that could be the fact now we do have these things the or the or cam and the envision glasses that are out now um you know you could be able to look at doors and say oh doors coming it's a push door it says you arrived at panaris and it opens until 4 p.m or whatever it is see when they start doing that with the headset that's pretty cool um but it is first generation i tend to steer away from first generation of things not always but most of the time obviously the price is going to be too high um but anywho this is a good sign that it is coming um they still say it's going to have 14 different cameras at first i think i reported it was just going to be lidar only i it makes me wonder what this 14 camera means is it still going to be like Google Glasses, but you know, Google Glasses got a bad rap. It was banned from bars and things because it had that camera on there. So I'm really curious what Apple is going to do this different this time to learn yeah. from that lesson. Um, but it is something to be aware of. I hope it comes out. I can't wait. Um, it will be interesting to see how accessible this is. And this is another thing that we had a lot of people discussing about is that some people think well this is going to replace the iphone i said i'm thinking no not right now because it's too expensive it's first gen i i think in about 10 years from now maybe another decade maybe but you know it's hard to say is this going to replace what we know the phone possible but this is not close to it the other set of people are saying oh we'll worry about accessibility on it i'm not this is apple folks they have made everything accessible that have come out period yeah and so i'm not worried about it i think it's going to be very accessible um i'm just curious to see how much of it is worth it i suppose because i mean there's different sorts of ar and vr headsets out there but they don't do like my kids want me to buy them an oculus and I mean, I've right. heard great things about it, but it doesn't do a whole lot for me. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah it's going to have to do a lot. Are, yeah, um, I'm curious what sort of features they're going to point at in when you know when they first announce and say these are all the reasons you should buy it, and, and if any of those features are going to be ones that well, I personally find interesting. I don't know, Mike. Um, you already have Envision out there and OrCam, and no offense to those technology. I think they're wonderful, and if you're an owner of those one of those devices, I am happy for you i don't think it is there enough to make a night and day difference for me it would make it would have to be a life-altering thing for me to be able to shell out that kind of money 
I'm a hundred percent on board with, yeah. Um, now we have talked about if we thought this was going to be standalone or if it's going to have to be paired with your iPhone. So it sounds like it's going to be a standalone and the M1 chip two or the M2 chips will be on board that will do the processing. That'll be interesting how it looks. If I look like a Terminator, I definitely don't want to do it. It's bad yeah. enough for me to have a dog and a cane. I don't want to look like a weird alien with headsets and everything. I don't know. That's just it me. It makes me think of Jordy LaForge from yes. Star Trek. Oh, you must be blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I'm curious to see how this... It seems like everyone's trying to find... Because you see in all the sci-fi movies, there's always like their version of whatever it is that replaces the phone. And it's like folks are trying to find it, but no one's no one's struck gold yet. This may be it. We don't know. We it may, I, see. I definitely want to wait for the... If they come out with the Apple glasses, maybe it'll be a... A notch down lower um we'll have to wait and see but regardless be on aware of that so let's talk about other hardware news that i've heard about that you might be um interested in so there is news that the new home pod is coming there's a possibility of a new home pod yes i know we just got the home pod mini and there are rumors that they the the HomePod Mini was so successful, and they're doing so well, they're going to make a slightly larger version of the HomePod Mini. Even though they just got rid of the expensive $399 version of the HomePod, um, I wonder if this is going to be like the $199 price point for a slightly larger using the same technology in the same sphere. It doesn't say anything about screen on board or anything, just a little bit bigger HomePod. Um, now, this interests me. I love my Mini so much that I might be interested in that. Now, this is one of those ones. I've actually never used one. I don't even know anybody that has one. I, I don't know. Well, you are in a position where a lot of us are. We already bought into the Amazon ecosystem. So we got their Echoes, Dot, the Show, and the Echo. And so, honestly, that's sufficient. And a lot of us, and I get that. I really do. Um, It does a lot more than my HomePod Mini. But I do love my HomePod Mini because when I do talk to it, get information, and listen to music, it is I to me I think it's day and night difference. It's so much clearer. It's beautiful, but it lack all the skills. So I yeah. wouldn't buy more than one. Saying I wouldn't buy it in every room like I do with an Echo. So it's great at what it does, but maybe not quite as versatile. No, and that's exactly how I would say it. And I love it, but I would prefer to buy another Echo device. Yeah, but. If you get something bigger and then it sounds more beautiful, I might get it for the family room. I just, yeah, I just I may just do that. that. Same thing because we've got Echo Dots all over the house and great for what they do. But as far as like, if I'm ever going to sit down and find like listen to whatever new song I might be in love with at the time, it's never on my Echoes. I well, put my headphones in and do it that exactly. way. Exactly. But I might be willing to do that for stereo in the family room or maybe pair it yeah. with my um, Apple TV. So, and we did mention the AirPods second generation. We've been talking about that a lot. It still sounds like it's on track. You know, you write, I read this article and it reminds me when you said that earlier, a lot of people are starting to see 
battery degrade issues. And they're like, oh, we, we don't want to wait because we already have battery problems, but yet we have to wait if we want to get the second generation. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Apple is almost like, aha, we got them. Yeah, we got them. Like, it worked perfectly. They're wearing out just when we want them to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and the last part is AirPod Max coming with new colors. No, no, it's not coming with a second generation. Thank God. I, I spent too much money on those headphones. <laughs> Don't you love that? I would be yeah. so mad. Yeah, exactly. But they're supposed to have new colors. Um, <laughs> that was my only worry. <laughs> I know that's terrible. Um, that's terrible about the AirPod Pro. Or AirPod Pro. You're right. It's like... The timing of it couldn't be better for Apple. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of how Apple is doing and taking you and sucking your money, they had the second quarter uh, fiscal report. And so let me go over some of the highlights of this. And once again, it beat the street expectations. So they beat what they predict they were going to make. But I think that is not going to be the case of this year. But we'll get more to that as we go down so um and this was even when tim cook says last quarter saying we expect to be x number of billion dollars less than usual and they still beat the revenue so we're talking about a nine percent over year over year revenue which is cool but notice the numbers i start to introduce to you start to go down let's talk about some of them (laughs) So the iPhone sales is up 5.5%, which is means that it's beating the iPhone 13 is doing better than we had with the iPhone 12, right? But you notice this is the first time I have said in a long time it wasn't in the double digit. It has dropped down to 5.5%. And I predict that we're going to see things start to leveling out or start to go down a bit so we'll see um mac itself is not a surprise is up 14.4 percent i i i really loved hearing that the mac has been doing so well since years and years ago we we used to make fun of the mac because it kept going down and down right yep but again it, it it is up um there are having some supply chain issue with the Mac I'm hearing. You still on some MacBook Pros and stuff, you still have to wait a month or two before you get it. So that's still an issue. I think it's gonna drag on the market. I think that number will stay the same, especially if they introduce a new M2. Um, but it's still doing really incredibly well. And I think that's the one and few things I think will sustain itself and, and be good. I think the iPhone definitely will come down, level out. Um, the iPad, check this, is a negative 2.8%, I think. So it actually went down, down, below. Um, in a way, it's not surprised because what I've heard is they cannibalize the, um, the supply line. Instead of the production of the iPad, they kind of said, I'd rather you make more iPhone than iPads. So the iPad is in hard to find um, in different places. So you will see less of the iPad out there. You may have to wait on this as well. But 
my mom just got a new iPad today, and she she was able to go up to the store and get one. So I don't know if it's certain models or whatever it is. But regardless, you see the iPad is starting to sink, and that doesn't surprise me. And I think the supply chain on this one will continue to drag and go to the negative as they produce more iPhone 13. Yeah. In a way, I'm kind of surprised because the iPad is kind of popular, but maybe everybody's got their iPads and they're done. That's kind of that's where my the first place that my mind went to, because I mean, once you have one, they generally, unlike the phones, people don't seem to rush out and replace them every year or every other year. People right. grab them and hang on to them until there's usually, at least in my experience, until there's a reason to go get a new one. Yeah, it's kind so of like the Mac because yeah. you've got the M1. Well, there's a reason to upgrade because you've got the new chip. But once everybody gets to that M something, then I can see the Mac numbers go way down. Yeah, I think um, for your average user, even even with an older one, unless there's some actual issue like software updates not being supported because it's too old, I think most people that I know that have them are just fine. Like it works. I don't know. Yeah, and they couldn't even tell me what kind of chips are in it. Well, the other one I think I don't think it's going to come down are the wearables. It's up twelve point two percent now. If they definitely come out with the AirPod Pro two, second generation, I think they are going to sustain right around this level. I can see being up because of new AirPods, maybe with the new uh, AirPods, um, the HomePods, maybe that'll increase it or keep it level. I can see those numbers staying the same. Um, 17, 17.2% up for services. That doesn't surprise me. This includes Apple yeah. TV, Apple Music, and stuff like that. I think that number will either go up. I really do as they get more subscribers. Yeah, and who knows? The Last month we talked about their them dabbling in the sports world. If all that comes to fruition, that number will probably definitely go up. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know, there's a lot of different things coming up, new subscriptions and things like that. It'll be interesting. I think that, especially if they get the NFL, oh, all yeah. that stuff. That'll mm. give them a, a big bump, I'm sure. Oh, Yeah. Um, and Tim Cook once again say this time the supply chain is going to take a chunk. And so he's warning people that it may level out or be a little bit lower because supply chain has never been a severe issue for Apple, but it is now. Things are starting to take a major drag on Apple. So finally, Apple is not untouchable as like everybody else was suffering from supply chain. Now Apple is facing the same issue. So that's all about that. What's new in AppleViz? Well, folks, we had the AppleViz Hall of Fame. This is our 11th annual um, event that we always put out for our community users to vote on, on which app we thought or you thought be worthy of a hall of fame this is different from the golden apples the golden apples is more like what was the app that you love for that year the hall of fame is like all time so they had to have um something that we all use for a number of years or whatever not then we felt like it's hall of fame worthy you know and the winner is actually i'll do this alexa drum roll please okay Don't you love that? <laughs> Lime Drive is the winner. It got chosen. I This was the highest in terms of vote tally 
Blind Drive made it right up there. I, I'm glad to see this one up there because I really love this game so much. Uh, and it was just so unique and so different and so wrong at the same time. <laughs> it's good. It's a good game. Along with long overdue Dolphin Easy Reader. This is long overdue. I, If you like Bard or Voice Dream Reader, uh, Voice Dream Reader would probably be this closest competitor. It is just like that. Um, it has lots of services for you to use. And I love Dolphin Easy Reader. So congratulations to those two and the developers of those two. Awesome. You ever play with Dolphin Easy Reader ever? That one I haven't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you got to have I, a reason for it. Yeah, that's been my particular circumstances there's never really been a need that i okay i've messed with voice dream before it's been a long time at this point right but yeah i just you just gotta have a use for it but if you yeah. do have a heavy use for it and you want something free and you don't want to sell out the big bucks for the voice dream meter give dolphin um a look at it's free that's what makes it so compelling it's pretty cool now tied for third and i thought some of you probably would like for this is that we had sonar island now these two did not make it to the hall of fame but i just want to let you know what came in third just for grants so sonar island and sporty quest um sorty quest those are the two games and they came in in third place say so they were tied that's a way to a two-way tied there but anywho pretty cool um, the other bit of news is Michael Fair post a new addition to his the personal power. Now this blog is about beginners wanted to set up your phone from the very get go and learn everything you want to know about your phone and iOS. It is, is a great uh, book to download. It is downloadable. You got PDFs. You got Microsoft Word document. And they even have a plain text with markup on it. And then maybe other some other format, but this is the top three I could think of. So his second edition is comes out. This is pretty cool. This is free. And um, what more could you want? Uh, this is beautiful. It was well done. Love the new edition. So keep up the good work. So it's available to That's all awesome. of you to download. And again, this is in the show note for you to take a look at and download. Have you ever read this yet? No, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, kind of like you, I don't really need to read it um, because I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of my phone already. And But I, for, for grins, you know, as a trainer, I just went ahead and read it and say, hmm, maybe I'll learn something out of this. And you always do. So it's always good to see another um, eyes on the matters and maybe you can help me yeah. train somebody better. But anywho, yeah. Um, if you know somebody that needs a new phone or need help with it, show them this way. Yeah, a good resource right there. Yeah. Um, and that is it for the Apple Viz Unleashed for May 2022, Mike. Summer's in full swing up here in the Northern Hemisphere. You know why? Yes, Let me tell you about this. So Memorial Day is a holiday we have in the United States, and that always generally kicks things off. Pool opens up, and... During the COVID, we didn't really have anything that kicked us off. But pre-COVID, it's so nice to see things post-COVID. Yes, we still have some COVID, um, but it seems like normalcy is coming back because we got the new Top Gun movie. Um, you and I talked about Stranger Things is out. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Oh, <laughs> it, This is the fourth and final season for Stranger Things. If you've never seen Stranger Things... 
Um, and you like the 80s retro and a, to teenage kids, you got to watch it. And I will admit, season four, they grown up a little bit. So it's just like, yeah. whoa, this yeah. is a little different than season one. Uh, it's they, definitely a little bit darker, I would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little bit darker, but it is, very good. If you like ooky spooky movies and TV oh, shows. It's definitely gone into darker, spooky ooky. I will say... It's very much like Poltergeist when I'm not going to get into more details, but it's almost like that creepiness of Poltergeist. It is yeah. intense, but really real well done. I heard part two comes out like June, early June. Is that, have you, do you know? In July. July. Okay. July. And that one is going to be like a book. It's going to be like a movie because the ender is two and a half hours just for the end show. I think this one, because the season four, part one, that last episode was like an hour 40 minutes. Yes. It was like seven, a, seven episodes. And it's, it's like, very wow. Good, it's so good. It is so good. Very long. I love it. My other most help, favorite. As a D&D player, I can't help all the, the nerdy <laughs> D&D stuff. It's great. It makes me so happy. Uh, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So you're Star Wars fan on Disney Plus. If you love Mandalorian and Boba Fett, um, it's now Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love these shows so I much. I have not watched the Boba Fett or the yeah, Book of Boba Fett. I need to check that one out still. You have, if you are a Mandalorian fan and you watch it, you have to watch Boba Fett. You're forced to because there's two shows in that season that will have Mando in there and you'll be confused as heck if you go to the Mandalorian for the next season because it fills in the gap that yeah. we'll, probably will not explain in the first show. Yeah, leave it okay. to Disney to keep weaving their webs and making me watch everything. Oh, yeah. It's such intertwined between those two. Now, yeah. Obi-Wan is not, thankfully, but it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if you have another show that intertwined with it. But yep. nonetheless, and then... Lastly, we have WWDC comes out next month. So next week when you hear this podcast, we stay tuned on AppleViz as we will report what we hear. We'll have a blog. We'll even be on, on a podcast extra show to discuss what we've heard and seen in WWDC. We might share some things that we've seen in the beta and et cetera. So stay tuned. So this is definitely, I don't know why, it just seems like, we finally had a summer kickoff, a real feel like summer's here. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Well, it's coming back to life. Everyone's coming back outside. It's getting warm. <laughs> I just want warm. I'm just a shoot. That's why I'm always in Florida in during the winter because it's just, <laughs> I'm tired of it, man. But someday, maybe, we'll, I don't know if I'll move down there or not, but let's hope. If we're going to get some ducks in a row before that happens. But anywho, Thank you, Mike, for being on for another month. And of looks course. like Randy never made it. He must be partying up on Memorial Day or something. We'll have to dock his pay. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to figure out how that will work, how we dock him. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe next episode, his volume is just going to be half. Half the half voice? The volume. Yeah. And we can do more practical jokes on him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's probably barbecuing and ribs and stuff like that. It's just making me feel I bad. Know. Oh, well, 
<laughs> Anywho, it was a, it was great. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions or you want to send us for a mailbag, send it to unleash at applevis.com. I have a couple that we could probably do next month. So we'll do mailbag back. Until next time, my name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous, along here with Mike Malarcy. We'll see you guys next month. Bye-bye. Feel free to contact the Apple Unleashed team with feedbacks, tips, or questions at unleashed at theclevis.com or call 1-816-774-1668. This Apple podcast has been brought to you by the community of applevis.com for the latest in sources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.